What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Powered by UberLyftDrivers.com. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo podcast. I want to welcome um, my co my co host for the night, Hannibal Darby. Hannibal is hungry. Hannibal, thank you for joining me. Hey, Steve. I know we don't talk a lot at all, so it's kind of interesting to speak because we barely we barely communicate. So it was great to s- talk to you. It's not like we you know we don't talk every day. <laughs> How I know, but the fun, the funny thing is, man, is that I was thinking about this. You and I did like three interviews right around the time we met pretty yeah. quick. We did maybe either one or two on your channel, one or two on mine, but we did a total of three and they were kind of like all very quickly around different, like Paro was one, what I did was, I don't know. It just all kind of hit real quick. And then, um, then we didn't do any, we haven't done anything just the two of us in a while. We do a lot of collabs with a lot yeah. of people but we haven't yeah, like, had a one-on-one gary, usually gary's in the way and you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> with his with, with, you know whatever he has to say but uh yeah it's been a while since it's just been me and you yeah and so tonight you guys um you know we're not going to just go through news we're gonna we're just gonna kind of talk we're gonna talk around some uh subjects and for those people that don't know when this is over tonight hannibal's gonna be uh kind of continuing hopefully what this is a little bit tonight um, over on his channel so i would recommend that you guys go check that out he's going to be talking about what my speech was about actually at the conference which is know your personal value yes so i'm super excited i'm super excited to come check it out um, but let me give a couple of shout outs here for the people that are uh showing is uh what's up red how are you what's up pia um hey what's up emily and what's up mr lopez um, Hope you guys are all well, and uh, I see that there's other people just starting to show up. But uh, yeah, um, let me pull up my note sheet here. You guys, I'm going to go on. Uh, if I know Hannibal's good about the comments, so Gary had mentioned this to me about the radio. So I'm going to do it on, on Thursdays and Sundays. I won't do this, but I'm going to turn the comments off tonight because I focus a little bit better. And I got to remember, Gary pointed out that this is for the audio podcast world. And I shouldn't be sitting here trying to read comments. So I'm just going to turn it off and move it off my screen. So don't think I'm ignoring you. I'm sure Hannibal will take care of something if if uh, there's a yeah, comment. I'll, I'll or, jump in. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I'm co-hosting. You're the host. So yeah. You gotta, yeah, but I mean, still, I just, I, I, I heard his point. I thought it was valid, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but okay, so uh, I, I also want to give, uh, sh- I forgot to give shout outs to uh, Solo Moves and Gary's Apps.com. You know, I know uh, Hannibal is uh, right there on the. Yeah, there you go. I can never get it right. <laughs> Hannibal's uh, right there with me on the solo thing. You yes. guys, solo really, you guys need to check this out. 
Okay. I, I'm not saying you need to start using it. I'm not trying to push it down your throat. And Solo knows that about our part, the partnership I have with Solo. They know that. I'm not going to shove it down your throat. But I like it and I'm going to introduce you to it. And if you like it, I think you guys should check it out. Even if it's not in your market yet, get it. Because it has it has features that you'll enjoy. It can it can track some things for you, this, that, the other. It does have features, but it'll also start to show you what your market should be. And the more people that get on, I don't know how many people are familiar with how like Waze works, like Waze the travel the mapping app. Yeah. But you know, it works on the more people on it, the better. Because the reporting yeah, like is social Yeah. I mean it's GPS system, right? The more information they have, the better they can direct you to out of traffic and traffic jams and stuff like that. So yeah. I actually use Waze. That's my that's my number one GPS um, app. Yeah. I you know, I use Waze too, and I gotta tell you that like I, I don't know if you've ever done this, man, but like when we go up snowboarding in the winter here, they Often mm-hmm. they have to close the tunnel. If too much snow is coming down or there's an accident or whatever, they have to close the tunnel, the Eisenhower that takes you into Summit County, which is where everything starts. So sometimes you get to the tunnel and it's closed for a little bit. And then there'll be a line of traffic. And I, I've been on ways before and you can tap a car and hit uh, um, chat. <laughs> I've seen that. Fe- I never used the feature. Before. I never used it either. But you know what I did when there's like that, I, I go up to the front of the line and I tap it and I say, I've said, Hey, do you know how long this is? And they're like, they said about 15 more minutes. I've actually got wow. real information in real time. Yo, that makes sense. I never, th- I would just, you know, just sit there in my car, hating my life and there's a traffic jam. But I never thought I'm stuck here. Let me see if I can communicate for Yeah. I get that. That's the point of the feature. I just never thought of using it. Yeah, I have a I have a friend I snowboard with Val, and she she was asking me like, well, what what's the social feature of ways? What are you going to date people in cars? Like, that's the only, and I was that's and we only. well, this is who I snowboard with. So she was in the car, and I was like, I, I I hadn't done it either, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I actually don't know, and I was just tapping a car, and it said, do you want a message or something, or yeah. it's or, or you could just beep. It said beep or message. Like, why would I beep at you first? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. <laughs> right. It's kind of you know, you know but crazy. like, but I think they recognized this as, hey, this is a legit question. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going up, I'm going up riding too. So, yeah, I'm, I understand what they're going through, and I've been back in the line where they are when this is stopped. I'm going to give them real time information. I thought that was pretty cool, man. You can't do that on Google yeah, Maps. You can't. You know, it's and I had never again. I had never used a social feature on that thing. Like I get, I, I'm sure you're the same way. I'm like hundred thousand mile, whatever king status. They try and give you these statuses like they matter, but there's no monetary anything to them. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's more of I mean, for dense like communities like my like you know where I live in Brooklyn, I will occasionally if I have if I'm able to stop because I'm not doing it while I'm in motion. Um, a lot of construction is happening. And Waze sometimes doesn't know that this street is blocked. So I will, you know, it's kind of like being a good Samaritan. Like, hey, let me put this in so no one else is forced to drive down here. And it happens very often in New York City. It's always construction, um, electric companies blocking off streets. It's always something happening. So for the denser populations, it's really beneficial if someone would say, hey, don't come down the street. It's closed. And then they reroute you. So it's useful. Have you, I mean, have you ever noticed that like how you, you're a perfect example. Have you ever noticed that like you go, you leave for the day, you come back and like you say, any road could be being worked on. So the, all of a sudden they're working on a road and you mark it on ways, but 
even on, have you checked it against others like Google Maps or Apple and seen that they don't even have it marked? Uh, Google Maps it does sometimes don't realize that this street that I'm driving to, they 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 let me know and say it's a stop sign, and it's not. There's there's a light. There's a the light has been constructed. It takes a long time for that to happen. So I feel like Google Maps information is very dated, yeah. and um, ways just it's just more updated because again, someone's reporting it. Either they're saying you know this is a hey, now there's a speed trap here, you know like, uh, but Google Maps very slow. So yeah, sometimes they're 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 outdated by sometimes it looks like years of what's going on in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but you know, somehow they still get you there, even even for the most part anyway. Yeah, even part, Google yeah. Maps, if you put in somewhere and it says you'll be there at 8 17 PM and you're three hours away, it's even let's say it's a longer drive, you still will really get there at 8 17 PM or pretty close. Like yeah. they're even when they're wrong and dated, they still seem to pull off. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Um, so one thing that uh, I don't know how if I want to dive into it tonight, because this is a whole thing. We need to do a Thursday roundtable about this um, is last mile services. I wanted to get into that with you, but I think there's some other things we should talk about. But we need to have a day where we talk about that. And I sent you a video by a guy. Um, gosh, I can't. I watch a lot of his. Oh, Sean in town. And for those of you that haven't checked out Sean in town, uh, look up his channel. He does a ton of how to earn in last mile service space. A lot of courier and a lot a lot of his videos you'll see will say medical courier. Uh, I think that's just more to bring people to the channel because if you watch the videos, a lot of them aren't medical couriers or only one of the offers will be. But again, these are not apps, people. These are websites. He'll tell you to go to this website, and he'll show you. He he doesn't just talk about it. He'll walk you through on the website where to go and to find the independent contractor portion, what offers are available, and they bury all the apps we work on. I mean, the offers out there, they bury. And again, he, sa he says the same thing that we've talked about, about Curry and stuff, which is, is it better if you have a pickup truck? Yes. Is it better if you have a pickup truck with... Uh, a pipe rack. Yeah. It's, <laughs> is it yeah. better if you have a bigger have a truck? Van. Nope. If you have a, yeah. If you have a van, I mean, you're, you're, it, you're pretty good. I mean, the bigger you, here's the thing, guys, the bigger the, the vehicle you have, the more you get paid because they're going to, they're going to optimize that space. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're also going to be carrying a lot of stuff, but if you're willing to do that, or if you're willing to go the extra mile, and even though they might say you don't have to load and I'm not, I need to be very cautious here because I'm not talking about roadie. Um, roadie, I think is a, for me anyway, it, it never really paid off. Curry has still to this day paid off. Roadie just kind of was, I feel like they were an app that almost was built to sell out to UPS. Like, let's just build something and sell it. Like they just, it just never really, cause I know like, uh, Jason up in Idaho, he's been to so many Curry roadie pickups in his Prius where the, whatever it is, can't fit. Right. And he's like, come on, dude. I mean, I've never been to one curry where I'm like, this won't go in my car. Yeah. Uh, Pia in the chat said bigger vehicles mean more gas, but you will try to get the best loads. So the gas is offsetting. Like you still got to yeah. check your gas car. You just want to pick up everything and then travel, you know, far distance. But um, Sean in town, I like to talk to him. Um, he doesn't have his email on his site, but I think I've dropped a comment. I like to speak to him more about it. But like you said, there's there's websites, there's um, 
apps, but they're like localized. They're not necessarily, you know, these big apps that are maybe on an app store where it's like, you know, hundreds of thousands of reviews. But there are places to go. If you have a little bit more creativity, use Google a little bit that you can look up. It's funny. Medical careers are positions are on Indeed. If you just go on Indeed.com. Oh, yeah. I've seen a few um, where they'll say, hey, listen, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to make up, you're going to make 200 something dollars on Saturday, 180 some on Friday. Like they, they have what you can get paid to yep. do. So it's a lot of trial and error. And yeah, if you have to pick up trucks and uh, van, yeah, of course you're going to command more of, I guess, more options and more loads. So, but um, it's an option. And I think most people do not know about it. So I was even thinking about making a video. Like I think yep. more of this information needs to be out there. Yeah, and I agree with you, man. Like he actually, Sean is who we should try and get on the round table, <laughs> you know. Because yeah. honestly, this guy, guys, like he's his channel really is awesome. And I'm sure not to be honest, I'm pretty sure none of you have ever been there. And I would really recommend checking it out. He's got eight thousand some subs. Um, but he puts out really, really good videos. They're to the point. There's no like fluff. He'll talk about five apps and he'll move or I'm not, I, I need to say, stop saying apps, five websites, because mm -hmm. he takes you to websites where there are open job, independent contractor delivery options available. So you can, I mean, you're going to the website and going, what, well, where's the app? There is no app. You're picking it up from the website. But again, you know, Pia made a good point that gas is more, bigger vehicles use more gas. But Pia, it's not, here's what I want to say to that is that it's not like, if you're getting half the mileage in a uh, in a, a sprinter van or a truck than you would in your vehicle, that you're just making twice as much. So really, it just evens out. It's I mean, courier jobs pay eight to ten times as much as we see on the gig apps. Yeah, and I talked to and I think you you checked out this live stream. It was a few months ago. I was talking to a YouTuber that um, Sean in town has actually talked to. His name was Tavares Little. Okay. And he brought a he brought a van, um, yep. and he's doing very well with many of these apps. And I think the first thing he he mentioned, uh, like if he had a choice to go back, what do you what he would have done differently? He said he wouldn't have brought the most expensive uh, van. Like he he would probably went a little bit more cheaper with the van rather than spending a whole bunch of money on it. You know, because at the same time, you first starting out, you may want to get a not say a hoopty, but you you know you you're starting out on something here. You still gotta figure out how to negotiate loads because this is a true business. This is not a turn the app and wait for things to come. You, right. you're gonna have to go after it. You're gonna have to you're gonna um, be driving a while, maybe driving long distance, while, negotiating, gonna, um yep. have building relationships, business relationships where you come in professional, you do you know, you know what you have to do, you do a good job, and then that's when more and more opportunities come in. So this it's not as easy as turning on a DoorDash app and waiting for offers to come in. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, we talk to people all the time. You know, how I declined 100 orders today and took 10. You know, like, I'd rather be building a business. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Like, you guys, the apps are, I'm not dissing on them. The apps are great. When I need them, they're there. If I need some money, boom. I know I can just turn it on. I don't need to sign. I don't need to find a job, locate a client, do anything. I can go make some money. But these days, Curry is great, but I'm not happy on the other ones all the time i'll work them but i'm not happy on them and i know at some point i'm going to need to make my own business not necessarily because these apps are going to fall but just because i want to have my own thing 
yeah. don't want to be reliant on these guys. I want my own clients. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm going to be doing dumpling here as soon as my son started starts school tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, thank God, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Max. I'm just kidding, bro. Um, um, but he's starting school. And honestly, uh, you know, that's probably going to be about dumpling time. You know, I'm, the only thing I was thinking about doing, and I know I'm really glad I'm not looking at the chat right now because here it comes. I am thinking about doing one week of only Instacart. Okay. <laughs> I will do my best. But because too many people joke about it, I want to show people what Denver looks like. I will do my best. Obviously, I will take the best orders. I've worked yeah. enough apps to know what a good order is. I just don't ever see any on Instacart, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> show you guys what happens. Yeah, I, 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 mean, don't know who, I haven't seen a lot of Instacart content last couple of uh, weeks. I mean, I haven't really spent too much time on those channels, but... I would assume Instacart has fallen off quite a bit compared to how it was covered even six months ago compared to now. I think a lot of the content has moved towards um, Spark or yeah. even still with Amazon Flex. It's really I haven't seen too many people saying I'm killing it in Instacart. Either they're multi-apping or they're doing something different compared to six months ago where the offers are getting really, really bad. Now, people are still taking them. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I still order from Instacart. Oh, of course will still take those offers, but or corner shops, even you know, rest in peace. It's now integrating into Uber Eats, but yeah, Instacart has fallen off like Grubhub kind of thing, where just a lot of people are discussing it. That's why I'm. That's to, I know I saw you shaking your head like, are you kidding me? You're gonna do Instacart? But I got to. Uh, I, I, I got to say, Gary that, said uh, we knew. Quote: We knew he was an Instacart lover. Unquote. Lover. no but i feel like it would go well with what i'm about to do with dumpling because i know you know i'm okay he is asking what is dumpling so you know you always want to because that's it's still an app you talk about it it is not a lot of content about dumpling is Um, it the app though i mean it is but really again it's kind of like the i mean it is you guys should understand yes it's an app that you have but it's more like what we were just talking about with the courier service. You're going to not only do you have to build it, but those are your clients. You're going to probably be in touch with them on the phone. Like it's not going to be through Instacart saying they're out of this or, or I don't know, or I'm, I'm not taking this order or I took it, but I'm going to drop it. These options aren't there. This is going to be your customer and there's no app backing you. This is your, this, you're going to decide how much you want to charge. And that's going to be your customer. And that's why a lot of these people are killing it on on dumpling because, you know, they're making great, uh, um, they're making great uh, working relationships with these people, you know, who have maybe had bad uh, Instacart um, experiences. I know that when I've talked to some of the biggest dumpling people that, uh, you know, that basically, a lot of the people, even if it was word of mouth, how they were referred to them, it you know, it's like obviously a question is, have you used Instacart before? No, I mean, almost everyone is like, yes. So why are they coming to Dumpling? If you're happy with Instacart, you wouldn't even bother. They're coming to Dumpling because there's they're like, I don't even care. What's another option? And yeah. it, and back a while ago when Dumpling started, I mean, there wasn't Spark, there wasn't DoorDash doing other deliveries, there wasn't this, that, or the other. So, um. Pia, you know what? That's good though. I 
you know, I'll make a I'll make a little thing on dumpling. Yeah. Um, if I if I if I can ex- explain it in a minute, I think what you sign up for dumpling. Um, yeah. They give you a card, right? And this card is yep. used to basically purchase the item. So let's go because dumpling, like you said, it could be so many different things, but we'll just keep it as a shopping app. So this is what I would do, and I'm sure this is what you're doing too. But I would find a uh, for at least in my area a lot of building. Building building complexes where a lot of people are already there. Uh, I'll probably even find people where there's more of like an older demographic, and I would put I would either have hand to hand not hand to hand but talk to some of the people and say, hey, listen, I do deliveries. I know you guys ordered Instacart, but look, I, you know, I'm a personal shopper. You contact right. me. You don't have you don't have to go to Instacart and find a whole new person. I will do your shopping. I will shop for you, and you may get grab a few clients, and those are your clients when they need a shop. Either it's a weekly thing or a monthly thing. They come to you and they may they may have already tell you what the order. It's a more personal relationship because you are that's your customers. That's your business. So it's like a business in a box. If I can, if that makes sense, yeah. the dumpling would be. So it's very exciting for, but you have to hustle. There's no turn on dumpling app and then clients come in. You have to go and get the clients yourself. And that's where you're going to have to be more social, right? You have to have your social yeah. skills, some business skills, trying to get customers. So um, it's exciting. I think it's a really good idea, and I'm excited for you to see, you know, how you how you're going to be able to put it together. Well, I mean, for me already, like I was talking to Marissa, and she was like, "Well, I think I have like 20 customers for us already in Boulder." I'm like, "Well, I don't live in Boulder. You do. Cool. You can do those." And all, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I mean, like literally, that's how she felt, and that's every dumpling shopper who's successful, even if it's just one or two people that they know really well. Just like everything, if you stick to it, the word of mouth is really your marketing. Yeah. If you get two good customers and they're just like, dude, and then somebody calls them and says, man, this Instacart, you know, I'm so sick of Inst- Somehow it comes up in a conversation, Instacart. And they're like, oh, I use this guy at Dumpling. What's Dumpling? Oh, it's, I don't know. It's like these guys have their own businesses and they, you know, and so all of a sudden it's word of, most of them say that most of their business is word of mouth. Yeah. If you're doing a good job, when you order Instacart, you're getting a different shopper. I would say 80%, I'll say 90% of the time, at least in my, I I don't see a lot of the same people when I deliver. There's millions of people here. I know different communities is a little different, but imagine if you was able to rely on one person that you know, that's good shop. You trust them. They do a good job and you never have to worry about that again. You don't have to worry about going on Instacart and getting a whole new person because, you know, we have, there's great shoppers. And there's some god awful. They're putting cooked food with 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 raw food or putting vegetables with raw like silly things that you shouldn't be doing. But imagine you had a good experience every single time. Yep. Of course, they'll go to the dumpling uh, situation. And Hannibal, you know this already. But to those who don't, I mean, we've been talking about dumpling for a while, and uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of the dumpling shoppers uh, or customers actually end up giving people their guy. I know this is going to sound weird to you guys, but they end up giving people their house keys. Hey, can you let my dog out while you're here? Hey, instead of, I don't get home till six, instead of leaving the groceries out at four, can you put them in my fridge? I'll pay you an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, just things like that that you wouldn't believe and dumpling will okay it so that you can charge it on the card if you want, or they're cool. If you want to have that part, just be a $10 cash transaction. They're very, Joel Shapiro is a genius because he's running this, like, if you're going to run an independent contractor platform, I'll, I'll call it not an app for a minute, 
this is the way to do it, man. Let people have their freedoms. Of course, you know, hey, I got, and it's a small charge. I mean, I pay more to send out an invoice on Apple Square. I lose more if people use my Apple Square account than I would lose on a dumpling transaction Mm. just for the processing. So, I mean, really, dumpling's not charging 200 and giving you 100. None of that's going on. You set your prices. You set your terms. All of that. And I don't know. Yeah, I've never never heard of it. And I think... We just need more people doing it. And it's, I think why? Because it's a little more difficult. Um, it is. I think people are a little bit apprehensive. I think I think many of us probably have the customer service skills, the social skills, like even the confidence to do it. But, it, you know, turning on an app is easier. Turning on Uber Eats, turning on DoorDash, those, those are easier. We're used to it. We're comfortable. We Sometimes we don't like to get out of our comfort zones a lot with all types of different things. And I think that holds us back from potentially a really good situation. Yeah. I I also think though with all the people complaining about the price and don't and the prices that were being paid and don't get me wrong I I think they suck. So I'm right there with you. But with all that going on doesn't I I'm just putting this out there to people. If you're the type of person who thinks I've had enough but I like this freedom world where I do delivery and stuff. Well, now's the time to make a move. Take a chance with dumpling. If you know mm. two people maybe who would start Okay, do that. You can still do all the other apps. There's no rules against... Like, you're an independent contract. You can do what you want. Yeah. So you could have dumpling going while you build it, you know, but try it because you know what? If if Instacart goes IPO and goes belly up or sells out and offers become even worse, wouldn't you rather just have your own client base? <laughs> I would. I mean, I people... Mean, yeah. Again, people... At, they'll give you house keys. This is not one or two people I've talked to. Joel, I mean, I've talked to so many w- people who work the platform as well as the CEO a couple times and we're friends as well. I mean, honestly, guys, a lot of people give up their house keys. A lot of people need, uh, like Hannibal can attest to, that like Rover on holiday weekends. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like I'm I, not I even. Have, I have keys on right now. I have keys to at least two or three homes in my on my key because I, I walk their dogs. They're comfortable with me and there's a relationship that was built compared to Instacart where again, you don't know who's coming or even you know all of them. You don't know who's coming to your house. Some are great. Some are bad. It, it eliminates that kind of uncertainty with someone that's looking to get their services taken care of. But this allows you now to go say to that customer who's getting groceries, hey, or if they say, hey, I want to give you a key, put my groceries away if you would. Yeah, no problem. Um, you do that for a month and then they're like, I really hate to ask you, but is there any chance that when you drop the groceries off, you have 20 minutes to walk my dog? And I got a dog walking gig. Yeah. And uh, guys, Dumpling will support this. They'll pay. They'll let you pay on the card. They'll let you take that in the cash. They, the, there's, you're going to have to work it out. And there's a thing called Dumpling University when you sign up. This is more in-depth, yes. But when you said that, Hannibal, I was thinking, how much more in-depth is it? Because we're spending... When you spend so much time being angry, no matter what it's at, you are losing life. You are losing sleep. You are stressing out. You are aging yourself at four to five times the normal rate. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, I mean, it just happens, dude. So like if you can, I'm not saying it's going to be overnight, but guys, it might just be time to start. And again, stick with all your apps, but start just testing the water, man. It's yeah, no harm, no foul. Yeah, it's no harm, no foul. If, if you jump in and in a few months you realize it's not for you, no big deal. At least you tried. 
But right. you, like and you, you said, still got the apps. A handful of customers. What happened if you were able to get two customers that you every week that you can shop for them? That's a win, I think, right? Two, three customers, even if you, you still can, you know, you still do your apping, you still have the other ones that's more, more offers are coming in. You'll be, I think you'll have a better, uh, like it's talking about stress. You have a less stressful existence doing gig work when you know you got clients. I mean, that's, that's the thing about me taking care of dogs. I'm more comfortable because I have a, such a good client base that I'm always, there's always work to be done. There's always services being asked of me. It makes my job or not job, but my existence as an independent contractor less stressful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel too. And I think, you know, I'm not saying that, Hey guys, it's dumpling and this thing Hannibal and I just talked about, uh, Sean, you know, I'm not saying that's your answer to life. (laughs) I'm just saying, we just showed you two ways that are not apps. I mean, that's why I was careful about calling not calling dumpling an app because we just showed you two things that really aren't apps, but there are things you don't even know about where you can earn. Yeah. And if you have, I mean, even with smaller vehicles, like what Hannibal was talking about with medical, the one thing about medical, it pays super high, but the offers come in at last minute often um, because a lot of times they're rush um, body parts, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you're moving, moving some <laughs> tissue, blood. I mean, everything Kidney. is going to be packaged. You're not going to get a jar and say, hey, can you? <laughs> no, no yeah, it comes in. But still, yeah. I mean, you feel a level of responsibility with that, too. But they do come in very last minute. So a lot of them. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, they never know. It'll be a car accident and they'll have, they'll have to get something to somewhere. Which... You know, I'm sure if it's like, again, I'm sure if it's a heart, they're using an ambulance or something. They're not going to like call Hannibal or I. Oh, yeah, like, no. You guys, you guys awake? <laughs> like, like, yeah, I can be there in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that matter the amount of responsibility if someone gave you a heart. Hey, can you get this to the hospital right now? Right. Yeah, that would be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, you never know. I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, we do have a lot of uh, cartel infestation. I mean, dude, if he, if a cartel driver was was doing it, he ain't gonna be taking it to the hospital. He's gonna be calling his boy and going, "Yo, I got a heart. What's that worth?" <laughs> yeah, how much? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, talking about eating someone else's food, it's like <laughs> taking someone's heart and and selling it in the black market. That's hilarious. But I was, you know, I was thinking that, like, okay, so here's one thing I and I actually want to pick your brain on this, Hannibal. Tell me what you think. So. Rover gets ridiculous. This is about one of the only things I know about it around the holidays or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they have enough people to take care of the dogs. I because, would say, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. People are traveling. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Know, we, like, we keep saying it's a recession. Yeah. It's not, it didn't hit yet. I mean, I think it's here, but it hasn't hit everyone's pocketbook because people are still traveling, still, yeah. and they need someone to take care of you know, their pets. So it's been very, very busy this summer. Right. I'm, I'm just thinking like even people like you who are who are full t- or, or who are on Rover almost daily, let's say, or daily. Um, I'm sure you see all these offers come up, but I don't even think the daily people, on the daily amount of walkers on Rover can co- usually can cover that because I've even seen Rover ads go to Craigslist kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, still, dude, it's, it's, I can tell you're fishing for the bottom of the barrel now, like. Yeah, I, I turn down offers all the time. So like I don't take every um, client. Uh, usually it's a lot of last minute, which I don't do for the most part because I don't know 
the person. Yeah. I don't know the dog. So yeah, they've they've been trying to get is it, you know they're still trying to get a lot of people to take care of it because it's it's easy it's easy it's easy for the uh, for a customer to go on the website type it in search you'll see a bunch of sitters, but a lot of us are packed. You know, like you can only have so many animals either walking or visiting or even having them in your home. So there's always um, room for people to jump in and get some work uh, taking care of dogs and cats and all types of things. I took yeah. care of a bird uh, two years ago. Like it, it's they got if it's a pet, you can uh, you can take care of it. You could charge them or something. Yeah. Here, like I told you here before, here in Denver, uh, Rover is very popular. In fact, like there's a lot of people who do it. I don't know if that's if that causes what we call saturation on like apps, but I think it does because when I checked into Rover years ago, years ago, a um, couple of years before the pandemic, even it was already big out here. It just didn't seem like much was coming through my way. So it could be market to market. I know you li- again. You've explained you live where buildings are stacked. And people have yeah. dogs still, so there's a hundred dogs in a building. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just thinking about just talking to you. Um, this thought kind of occurred to me. I'm wondering that small businesses have been like destroyed due to yeah. the situations, and I'm wondering if a lot of these like dog boarding facilities and a lot of these um, you know doggy daycares probably closed down. That they couldn't, if you know, if things are shut down, they can't pay the bills and they didn't get enough assistance or whatever, that they, they shut down now. So, pe- again, people still want to travel. They still need a dog's walk and all this type of thing. I know a lot of people are going back to the offices. That That's still where the there's still a lot of work and a lot of offers are being in the robot platform because of the small businesses that probably aren't there that they were three years ago. Okay, so you saw before you saw more offers there than I did anyway, because of where you are geographically. Exactly. But are you seeing even more than that now? Is that what you're saying? Like you feel like there's even more like you can't take them all. I know you have a full. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it the the um to put that's the reason why I'm able to do it full time because the, the amount of offers, the amount of people looking for someone and also if if you're really good at it and you have a really have a you already established a good um relationship with you know obviously the platform because each page that each sitter has their page and you can see their reviews and um it's you know it's very important because you are taking care of someone's family member right the dog the cat it's a big deal so you have a really attractive profile yeah you're gonna get a lot of work people are going to go to you first and then they work down the lines like a google search you know you go to the top and you kind of keep going down and you know, so yeah, especially if you got a good established base, yeah, people are going to uh, check you out and see if they could take care of the dog. And yeah, at this times where I said I I have enough, you know, I still have my son to take care of. I can't take care of too many of these animals at one time because it could be exhausting, for lack of a better term. And it, actually, before we move on, that's a good that's a good that's a good analogy here. If I'm right, is that like with the rover? If I'm a customer and I go to rover.com, I think it's a lot like going to dumpling.us because I can search for I need a shopper. It's going to show me the closest one, and then the rest of the closest ones, and yeah. I still can choose. So you actually still can't find a dumpling shopper in your area because they or they might find you. I mean. Without word of mouth, they could find you. And here's why I say that about this one, though, is because you might have two dumpling shoppers a mile from you and one five miles from you, but the one five miles from you only eats paleo. Now, 
if they only eat paleo and you're a paleo diet, I would think you'd want to go with that person. You might even pay him more because or her more because, hey, you know what? I, I don't want to go with just these two guys who just do grocery shopping who are a mile from me. I'll, I don't care if you're going to charge me a little more to go a few more miles. I would like you to come out to where I am and do my shopping. Yeah, uh, especially if it's a, a true lifestyle, obviously, because that's how you eat to survive. So, yeah, I think, you know, I, I'd be honest, I don't know the whole payo diet. So it, it'll be more micromanaging from the customer to make sure you don't get this, don't get that. But if someone who's all, like specialized in shopping for it, I think that's amazing. I think, yeah, definitely. People who are into that, will they will pay extra. Because they are paying extra probably just to get to get the diet and to go through that lifestyle. They're going to pay extra for a shopper that specializes in that kind of thing. And I would even think I would even go as far as to say is like if you have a lot of experience with a lot of different ways of eating, like 100% vegan, you know, I know there's in bet- there's levels of vegan. There's yeah. this vegan, that vegan, this vegan. And then there's like the Pedro vegan who flipped. <laughs> 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 he dabbled, he dabbled into the, the evil meat, and uh, <laughs> now he can't go back. <laughs> Meat's delicious, so yeah. I mean, I you know, know. <laughs> was, I never thought he should be off it. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, I mean, like, if you have experience and you've tried Atkins diet, or you've tried these different ways of protein diets, or, or, or you know, whatever you've done, like uh, whatever, what's it that keto that Gary's doing? Yeah, keto is a thing, you know, they, or they paleo, or these. There's hundreds. If you if you have experience in three or four of these, I think you already have a niche on dumpling to begin with. Yeah, because I I think if somebody watches the video tutorial and says, hey, it says things like that. If you specify, if you're, if you have a special diet, type it in, in the search. So if you type in Denver paleo, it's only going to pull up the people who put paleo in their, in their description. And most of probably not even thinking it in that way, right? Like yeah. Some, and it depends on your neighborhood. Maybe if you're in a neighborhood and you see a lot of people who are active physically and they're, you know, a lot of joggers. So there's some areas, there's some parts of uh, Brooklyn where you see a lot of jogging, you see a lot of active people, you see some CrossFit gyms, you see people going in and out of gyms. So if you did specialize in that, you were in that area, I think they would definitely pick you over someone who's just saying, I'm a shopper. Just, you know, like I'm just a regular shopper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. And to be honest, I mean, I don't know if you're in, if you're in health and nutrition and you're doing gig work, or if you're like even trying to like advance yourself in health and nutrition and you're doing gig work and you do shopping because that interests you, I think dumplings not only for you, I think it's a must give it a try Yeah, because you might find that you have customers who are your whole customer base within, I'm not, I'm just spitballing. Six months could become just who you are, what you eat, what you know, and you could actually be helping them too. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like a, a side hustle for a trainer, right? Like, yeah, you know, they train, but also, I, you know, I can shop for you. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, I'll shop for you. Yeah, because I'm a. I know what. Obviously, I'm training. I should know what you should be eating and what you should be taking um, to yeah. actually help the training that I'm giving you as well. I mean, that's the creativity that comes with it. I know it sounds like one big commercial for dumpling. And we think the last time we done this too, where we talked, it was like a long. Joel, we expect our checks. <laughs> I think the idea is, especially with being, a, you know, that entrepreneurial mindset, ideas start flowing. I'm like, wait, you could do it this way. Oh, I could, I could do it this way. 
and benefit. Obviously, you're there to benefit a customer that needs a, that needs their problem solved. They need to get shopping. How can how can you help them achieve that goal? There's so many different ways. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Every every time I view it, that's again. If I do the Instacart thing, I was trying to find a way, guys, where it'll be like for it might not even be a week. Let's call it four or five days, and then it'll go right into the dumpling thing. But I'm almost I'm trying to find a way where I let you guys decide which orders I take. <laughs> like it, I'll just be live. I'll show you. Is this good? <laughs> and if you're like, "Yep, I'll take it," and then at the end, I'll say that sucked or that was really good. You know, like I'll give you the <laughs> what that sounds like fun. I'll yeah. just give what you my it? assessment, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> And hopefully, yeah, you'll, I, I would think you'd agree because the kind of stuff I point out with Instacart Pay is pretty bad. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad. Yeah. You know, maybe I'd learn a lesson too, though. I don't know, but um, I doubt it. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm always, I, I can always learn, but I, I, on Instacart, I can just see through the BS. And uh, I think that companies like Dumpling are the future. I think yeah. that, I think that last mile services are the future. I think that starting to, uh, you know, we're independent contractors. Some of us are just doing it for the, I mean, Joe from let's do, let's uh, play DoorDash. You know, he doesn't, he straight up said he doesn't even need to do it one hour a week. He does it for fun. Yeah. He makes enough money on his other job. So it's not even for, I mean, the extra money is something, but it's not even for that. It's it's because he plays DoorDash like a game. It's like a game to him. That's all. So, I mean, freedom you know, and flexibility to do so, right? Like you can, you know, it's not necessary, but yeah, let's just figure out how to make this work. And he, he he's doing pretty well at it. But if you're full time, I'm, I'm starting to, I guess I'm starting to suggest, think about it at least. So start thinking about some of these outside the box ideas. It doesn't have to be an app that somebody told you about to be out there, to be able to be an independent contractor and earn on it. There are lots of ways to earn you guys that are legal and that, our independent contractorship. You can do this. Yes. In fact, if anybody feels like emailing me, Steve at rideshare I'm sure you can get in touch with Hannibal too. Like we're happy to talk about this stuff, you guys, because some of you just want to know some things and, you know, I'd love to share it with you because you can be an, I've been an independent contractor for a long time. So, um, if, and outside of these gigs. So, I mean, if you want to know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, these are just some options. We've just spitballed a couple. Um, so here's something that I did uh, um, want to talk about, though. I wanted to move into this a little bit, which is uh, there's an article out from uh, the Columbus Underground, which is I think it's I think it's from the campus, but it's also just it's a it's it's an underground uh, uh, paper in Columbus, but it it has a lot of viewership or readership. So. Uh, Adrienne Marie Brown is a uh, is a worker in Detroit, okay? And she, I'm going to get a lot of this wrong, you guys. <laughs> she has described herself as a writer, facilitator, coach, mentor, mediator, pleasure activist, sci-fi scholar, uh, healer, tarot reader, witch, cheerleader, singer, philosopher, queer, black, multi-racial lover of, the, of life in Detroit. <laughs> Okay, now I know we all want to go. What? That's well, a lot I, of side hustles. I didn't catch anything. Man. That's a lot of. But there's yeah. proof why she can't have an independent contractor job. Hmm. I mean, how how would she do that? None of those pay a living wage to do them alone. None of them. And this article actually go. It's a good article, and I posted it today on UberLiftDrivers.com. 
but you guys it's a uh, it's it's kind of talking about this is the future believe it or not and here i'm just going to read one quote um from the harvard business review that kind of puts this article together um companies seek to win the war for talent yet almost every aspect of the battlefield has changed many people are no longer interested in or inspired by climbing a career ladder that someone else built. There have never been more ways to earn income or create a meaningful career than there are today. The question is no longer, what do you do, but rather, what do you wish to be and become? Talent attraction, career development, and professional identity are all in flux. I would I would agree with that. I. Well, yeah, because our whole lives have been upended. Yeah, you know where a lot of our priorities, what we thought we cared about, is different. Um, again, and I guess it translates to I know you were talked about um, the issues with this. You know, the gig economy is booming, but there's still there's still issues with like traditional jobs. They're still looking for yeah. work. What's going on there? Is a lot of us are still trying to find ourselves. It it was a life changing event that happened, and we're still trying to work it out. Where hopefully, at least for me and you, that we are looking at our strengths and weaknesses, what we're good at, and then trying to find a way to mold. Because you know we we're not good at you know I think most most of us are not just good at one thing. We could be good. We're good at a little bit, like a little bit of everything. And this trying lady's to find the a, example. Yeah, trying to find a way to <laughs> mold all that into a, a career or goal or business that satisfies them, that they're not hating their lives or hating their jobs, right? Because I knew growing up, still, you know, even now, there are people who hate their job. They hate it, not just dislike, they yeah. hate it. Yep. And a lot of them quit. And you could just go on YouTube and say, quit my job. There's hundreds of videos of people quitting six-figure jobs. Now, you know, you, when you put that on a title, you're going to do pretty well with YouTube. But these are very smart people with different positions and different jobs, and they did not like their current uh, situation. And that's a big, big problem with a lot of these businesses, trying to get the employees to come back. The current yep. system was not working. The employees were, there was, it was a soul-sucking experience. How can they change it? How they can craft that to invite them back into the fold? And they're struggling with that, clearly, because Amazon don't seem to care. <laughs> I don't think Amazon cares about trying to craft it, you know, unless you are a highly trained, specialized uh, employee. They ain't really caring about that right now. They just want you to do that. Go to that warehouse or get in that truck, deliver those items. It doesn't matter if you're happy or not. Just get it done and we'll pay you wherever we want to pay you. So I understand where she's coming from. Um, it's going to be difficult though because that's a lot that she's good at apparently. Well, I mean, but it's a lot. She's, I mean, <laughs> she's got <laughs> again, man. I that's an arsenal of. If somebody's like, "What do you do?" It's better to be able to say fifty things than one. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, yeah, well, twenty things. Should we be more <laughs> concentrated on? You know, like if you're good at, or are you kind, you 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 okay with? 20 things but then you're really good at five things but you're really good at really really good at two things should you be more focused on what you're really really good at compared to the laundry list of things you're kind of good at i mean i think i absolutely think you should narrow it down to what are you best at but i mean like for me for example like i work for a laser company i work 
I work for a pyrotechnics company where we blow stuff up. <laughs> like, but I don't. I do do that because I work laser. I wouldn't even have that connection without the laser company. Right. I met those people through that, and they're a sister company of ours. So if they're down a person, they might ask me to do a job. So yeah. it's I prefer the lasers, but I'll go out and blow stuff up. You yeah, know, it's just like fun. It's just not. It's I was just gonna say, dude, it's not that fun. That's the problem. No. You set up. You sit there through the whole show. It's usually for about a 10-second portion. I mean, yes, everybody's lives are in your hands during that 10 seconds. (laughs) So it's very important you do your job right. But I mean, I also like, if you guys don't know, I've talked to some people about this. You know, I also uh, worked for uh, a penny company for two years. I've been a bartender for many years, but an owner. and But the penny company is like something else that I've gone around to zoos and museums around the country because I know how to fix those things. I mean, they're laser engraved die tabs. Hannibal, I'm sure you're familiar with these because your kid probably gets them. When you go to any kind of place where it's, uh, you know, something and they say put a dollar or 50 cents in and then put a penny in and crank it or push a button and it'll crush it into a something that you to remember the place by. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a souvenir. You know what I mean? It's a souvenir machine. But it's really, it's called penny crushers. They're called penny smashers. Nice, nice. You know, you've never seen these? I, I think so. Probably. Most uh, of them have I'm, like an old hand crank, so you it. really feel like you're doing it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my son probably experienced that. He's, he's yeah. been all over the place this summer. I'm sure he's, yeah. he's witnessed it. So I've, I fix a lot of those. I've, I've made the die cast metal, or I've had the metal, and I, we've laser engraved them. And we, that's not what we do for a laser company. We're production. We do lights all over the place for bands and other things, but we've done that. And then I've gone out to install those die casts into the actual machine at like the, they'll send me to the Oakland Zoo. You need to go to the Oakland Zoo and put these into 27 penny machines throughout the zoo. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> again, guys, I'm just pointing out like these are some, I haven't done that in eight years, but. These are all skills I have. Like, how big is that skill? I don't know. But with that company, it is because if they needed me for something, it could be big or even if it's small, they're going to need me for, they're going to pay me well. But this is my arsenal. So when you look at it, it is a weird arsenal. You worked for a souvenir company, you work for the second largest laser production company in the world, and you work gig apps, and you've been in the bar industry and service industry for 25 years. It just is like, man, that's a lot of weird stuff that just <laughs> doesn't all but, seem, but, but it does kind of fit. It fits. I think for the way things are now compared to maybe, you know, like my father worked in one job for 30 years, 30, 40 years and retired. Like that is no longer something that's routine. It's more of you may have to have some some other mm-hmm skills other experiences and then try to find that your own path compared to how it used to be i think it still exists in certain industries right you could be a teacher if you love being a teacher you be teaching for 40 years um working for you know the city doing being a cop being a fireman but those jobs are becoming less and less uh prevalent compared to now you have to kind of navigate because either that or you're going to stay in one job and hate it perhaps where you could if you had more skills other experiences you can branch off and find other ways to make a living. So I think that's what the gig economy is about, I think. And I think this whole conversation we've been having is 
you don't want to get stuck in one thing, yep. right? Like Door, even DoorDash is killing it right now for you. You may want to try to branch out. And being a personal shopper, a real personal shopper, I know that's what shipped and spark. Sure. But going back to dumpling, you have your own client base. You, you know them, you know the name, you know where they live, you may even know the dog's name. It's a better, stronger relationship that can last a little longer because you never know what happens with Instacart. You never know. I mean, Corner Shop was around. Now yeah. it's Uber Eats. Who knows where those, those? I'm sure those base rates are going to probably come down um, because it's Uber Eats. Everyone's on it now. Yeah. You, you have a secure position when you have your own thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, yeah, we have kind of just talked. I, I like that, though. We've just talked about the off-brand apps today so far. So, I mean, like, I like that because I do think that you're about to talk about this more when we're done here. I mean, like knowing your personal value guys, I mean, this is a big deal. And like, and by that, I mean, like you guys, I'm actually, I'm praising you because you have the skill set to go out and do this. You've been working these apps. You're not confused. You know how to go shop. You know how to shop for yourself, but now you know how to shop on a business way. Yeah. You know how to go get it done. And in fact, all of us are the people who always talk about the issues and how could we resolve them? If if anything, I would think that, you know, if people think, well, you can't change the companies, well, maybe not, but you're you're learning yourself. Now go work on dumpling and you'll know what not to do. Yeah. Uh I, you know, as much as we like to be we 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 are critical of all these apps, they're a really good jumping off point on figuring out what's important, like what's the true value. What true value is obviously the customer service aspect. There's a hustle to it, right? And you realize, okay. This is kind of, I like this. I like this. But then you don't like the other constraints and the other issues with the app and all the other nonsense that kind of comes into play, the app pausing you, all those ways to manipulate you. Now you can, like I said, take those skills, the hustle, the ability to speak to people, communicate. And now you're going to a, a little bit more a higher realm of a business where now you got, there's some more skills you got to learn, but you got the base, you got the basics, right? You know how to shop for someone's food, you know how to take it to their house, you know how to, you know, not be a weirdo. Like those simple things now bring it to another level where you can try to get clients and facilitate relationships. You know, say even the same thing with the last last mile stuff being a courier. It's a little bit more commitment, but the rewards can be overwhelming compared to just sticking way to more. Yeah. Way and, and it could like you were like you and I were talking about and definitely thinking on the same pages. Yeah, it's more work, but you might only have one career job for the day that pays you three times what you make working 15 hours for DoorDash. Mm-hmm. You're just doing one gig. Yeah, it might take you seven, eight hours. You might be doing some driving. And if you're thinking, well, there go the miles, that's what's going to kill me. No, I'm talk- I'm still talking about you're being 10 times paid. So no, it's- you're going to end up with way more money than you would make on the platforms. Um, yeah. That's and And these websites understand that i almost feel like that's why they're not apps you have to people have to watch some of sean's videos again i don't know if hannibal shared it in the yeah i'm gonna share it one more time and you know what maybe you know we can kind of talk about this in another or just off-brand apps if that even is a term or other opportunities for couriers yeah i think i think we can have a more in-depth conversation about that's it. why at the beginning yeah. i was like this is a whole thing on its own <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> um but i think, not, he, I think we assume everyone knows yeah. but no there's a lot of people still looking and um you know may come across it 
Well, and they're also searching apps though, and being told by other people what apps are. These aren't apps; these are websites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but actually, this again, guys. There's a couple other websites I would tell you about, but I think that this one that Hannibal's sharing is the best one to go to. He really, his videos it's aren't too right now, long. He's actually live right now. Is he really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's live right. He's live. I never. I didn't even know he was ever live. But yeah, I didn't either. Probably. I've only, I've only watched his videos. He's and his videos. <laughs> you've seen them. They're great, and they're they're yeah. perfect time. They're he's one of those guys who's got it down. It's they're like twelve minutes, and he's going to go through four or five websites with you quickly. Yep. But he's yeah. going to do it enough in detail where you could rewatch it once and go okay and be on the internet and do exactly what he does and find the jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Gig Cleveland jumped in. He said Curry has been pretty good to me for some trips, and I think Gig Cleveland has like a bigger vehicle. From I remember oh. some of his videos. So, um, uh, really, I think so. Like a big. He, I, I he used to he used to drive a van. That's what I'm remembering. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know him. if he is again. But uh, Gig Cleveland. I'm not watching the comments today because this is the audio podcast too. And Gary had told me that I get too <laughs> sidetracked. So anyway, I'm not watching them. I'm trying really hard. Um, but it's funny just thinking. I'm watching. I see ninety. So I just know I haven't seen 90 comments because <laughs> they're just there. But uh, um, I watch Gig Cleveland a lot. I really enjoy his channel. Oh, he has the Corolla. The yeah, <laughs> he yeah, exactly. Corolla. He switched to it. But he did used to have a van. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know. Cle- uh, Gig, is that what you're using for uh, for Curry? Is your van, though? Yeah. Because... Well, I think he said, no, he said nope. He said Corolla. Okay. Okay. I'm wondering, is it is that a good idea? We got challenge to rent out a van and see how much money I would make. I'm wondering if that would be a good idea. I wonder if that would be like I think the guy you had on again. What's his name again? Uh, Tavares Little. Yeah. So yeah, when he I think he was spot on what he told you after the fact about I wish I hadn't bought a new van because here's how I view those things: those Sprinter vans, which every company loves to work with because they're narrow, they can get into loading docks. Yeah, I like I like that too. Yeah. Um. But here's the thing. If you're going to go buy one of those brand new, you better be somebody who's selling your house and dedicating it to van life. If you've seen those like vlogs where people refurbish these into homes. I have some, I have some opinions on the van life but <laughs> another, that's for another video. But I understand what you're saying. I think, yeah, don't, don't do that unless you have a ton of work already set up. And you don't because you just started. So you should not invest all that into the van. Get a hoopie. Yeah. Get get some get work. something even if it's a little beat up. Get something yeah. that runs good. Try and find the lowest mileage you can. The kind of things that you already know. We don't have to tell I, I, you. I don't know. Would you get a Sprinter van to even yeah. if it was used? I I I, you know, Glyph, uh, I wish I wish I, I wish I had a Sprinter van right now. Yeah, I really do because because I work so much curry. I know what I get paid for having an SUV like you do. So you'd be okay. So you'd be. Good. I know what I would make during, on a, in a Sprinter van, and it's nuts. Gotcha. And that's the thing you already kind of uh, have an idea of how it would work. So you're not necessarily big, making a big giant uh, jump compared to someone who's still, they may just sign on the curry two weeks ago. I don't know if they would, I don't suggest them go buy a van. No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get some work. You gotta get some work. It's, you know, get some, uh, some this market is, knowledge, yeah. you know, and then you're good to go. I would say, you know, if you've tried roadie, and you were like, God, I, don't, I just don't like the play. I don't like if things have happened to you like happened to our friend up in Idaho, Jason. Um, 
you know, you're getting places that doesn't fit in your car. You've had other issues, whatever. It doesn't pay enough. Try Curry. I know that everybody's, a lot of people are still saying, well, Curry's not bringing on in my market. If you are not signed up, if you want to do Curry, like a lot of people have told me and you didn't sign up because of the waiting list, I would say you better get to it right now because a lot of bigger trucks have backed out of jobs because of exactly what Pia was talking about earlier, gas right. prices. So they've actually started handing those down to the vehicles that it still can fit in, but they've needed to bring on more vehicles. So I would say go check out Curry at this time. I mean, this is, you know, these this is the, these are just different ways, guys. You're going to see different earnings. Yes, Curry involves more work. Yes, it does. It involves, you need to be able to talk to the customer. You need to be in communication. There's some more things, but if I can go out and drive two miles and take 20 uh you know, uh, 50 pounds of paint, a hundred pounds of paint. And I can go drive from Sherman Williams, two miles to where it needs to go and make $75 in 45 minutes. I'll do the extra work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big Cleveland said, uh, seen a 1998 Ecoline line for $2,000, um, 173,000 miles with a 5.4 V8. Um, he said, granted it had to weld some steel in the back, but it's cheap for a van. And as a workhorse, I'd rather deal with the older Fords than the new. Yeah, new. Okay, True. new uh, Ford <laughs> vans were bad. I had I, when I worked at W two and had a we used that to, um, to take care of dogs. We had that thing in the back at the dealership every month for something going wrong with it. Like it was, yeah, Ford vans, at least the ones I was dealing with, were god awful. But uh, he said the V eight can last three hundred thousand miles if maintained. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I would. Okay, we're gonna we, we should definitely talk about this more in depth. I think uh, yeah. there's a lot of ideas even in my head, but uh, good market with a good van. Don't spend a lot of money on it. You may get that money back. You may get the money you paid for that van back fairly quickly. I mean, I know I, there's people that have been doing this medical courier stuff and making five hundred dollars a day. Yeah, and it's not outside the realm of possibility. I know two hundred is like you know good when you're doing these like door and you're not and you're not moving hearts like we were joking about earlier either it's you are, like, <laughs> all right you're moving some tissue but i don't think yeah yeah but bio, i don't think yeah. organs yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you are yeah of course you're doing something that is time sensitive you need to you know not 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 gun it you need to <laughs> obey the laws and they understand that but you need to get it from a to b quickly you need to focus and it's important it's an important job exactly it's it's I mean not that delivering somebody's food isn't, but it's way above importance on delivering somebody's food. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um I guess uh I almost don't even I don't know if I even want to bring up these other issues or save them for Thursday because uh we've been running an hour and I feel like we'd go in a different direction. The one thing I will say though, because you did mention it here, the, well I'll end with this before I sign us off here, but um uh there's a, an article in Bloomberg from, is it today? I hope so. August 15th. Okay, yeah. Um, Uber raises prices by about 5% in London to attract more drivers. Okay, you guys, this is a really crazy breakdown because it says, Uber said it will increase rates across the UK, leading to an average 5% increase in London fares as the ride hail company works to attract more drivers. Now, is that not misleading or what? Uber raises prices about 5% in London to attract more drivers. Until I read it in the paragraph, I didn't even notice the word attract and what its meaning in the title. 
And I just wanted to point that out to people because it's weird because what they're saying is when you when I first read it, I somehow I missed the word attract. Writers are good at this. And I saw 5%, you know, price is about 5% and the word driver. And I was like, oh, they're going to do something for the drivers. Nope. You know, they're just doing it. In fact, it states that it, it says where all the money's going and it's just to bringing them on. It's like, okay, then you know what? Leave the word driver out of it. Right. Why shouldn't it just say Uber raises prices about 5% in London to attract uh, workers? Because when you put drivers in there, it just feels like you're talking about drivers getting a bonus. Yeah. And mostly they're probably just adjusting for inflation. Yeah. Or are they just trying to, you know, make sure they, they continue to do what they need to do to make the money they need to make? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to, you know, and it's interesting. I don't know your thoughts about the interview. I don't know. You probably haven't even talked about it previously with uh, Dara, with the wide chair guy. But, you know, they, 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 wording is very important. The messaging is very important. And I think a lot of gig drivers, a lot of, Rideshare drivers, they can kind of see the BS, especially if you've been doing it for quite a while. Like, you know, you've been doing it for years and you can sense the BS from a mile away and you can convince some of the new guys that you that you may be doing something for the benefit, benefit of them. But the people who have been doing it for a while know like this is not for me. I know what you're trying to do. Right. So it just comes across disingenuous. At the same time, I got to say, though, you know, that that interview to the side, Dara's point that he made, and what was and what's being done is actually all I've ever asked for. I can't, you know, the offers could all suck. I might not be able to take one. Yeah. But if you're going to show me where I'm picking up, where I'm dropping off, what time of day, how much I'm going to earn, and it's right there. If I take a bad order, that's on me, and I cannot complain at the company because they can price it out however they want. That's their that's their business. True. True. You know, I've always complained because if you're going to say, hey, like DoorDash does, you're going to hide stuff. That's different. But if you're going to show me everything and I take a bad decision, that's on me. That's live and learn. Yeah. Taking accountability. But uh, so, yeah, the last thing I wanted to tie into that Uber was that, uh, by the way, guys, if you are a Uber, what is it? The Uber... uh, a uh, frequent rider or what did they used to call it? Uber one or it's o- Uber one now, but it used to be called something. Well, the basically Uber one is now starting at nine ninety nine per month, forty nine ninety nine per year. That's doing the same thing that uh, Grubhub is doing through Amazon, but it's 15, not $13. So every order that you make $15 or more, you don't have to pay f- any of the fees with it. If you have Uber One, which starts at nine ninety nine a, a month or forty nine ninety nine a year, sounds fairly decent, right? Yeah. I would never. First of all, it's to me that's like that savings scares me with this company because it makes me think in three months if it doesn't work, you're still going to have paid that forty nine ninety nine, and we all know Uber. You're, good luck getting that money back. Yeah, I, even I, I though actually, they owe it to you, good luck. I was I mean, actually I'm going through my phone to see the Uber One advertisement. Um, that this was given to me a few days ago. It was like, get seventy five percent off, up to twenty dollars off your next order. Yep. Experience the benefits of Uber One. The the amount of subsidies just to get just to get the customer through the door. I mean, that's where all their money is going, right? To to seventy five percent off my order. 
who's paying for that? <laughs> like, where, where's the money going? Is it like, it, how is that even possible to continue? Again, it's just all trying to get it's Uber Eats, it's DoorDash, it's Grubhub, and they're all trying to be as cheap as possible. But someone's going to foot the bill. And a lot of it, it's me and you when we take the you know $3 offer to go and pick up some food. So if every platform today showed complete transparency, do you think that people would, I have a very strong feeling on this. Some people might not agree, but um, <clears throat> do you think drivers would have the right to complain? Mm, for Well, they're going to complain. They'll still complain. Yeah. But I mean, do you think they would, I they mean, the right? No. Yeah. I mean, do you have the right to complain if you're, if you see everything you need and you say, yeah, I'll do that. And then they're like, that sucked. I didn't make it. Yeah. That's that's on on you. you. Like, you know, like life of crime. If you decide to go in a life of crime and you see your friends going to jail, your family going to jail and people getting hurt and you still say, I'm going to commit crime tomorrow. (laughs) It's your fault. If these type of things, (laughs) I mean, like, so it's not the same thing, but um, if they were totally hundred percent transparent, um, complaining this it'll still happen but the idea will just they'll look you know i will look at that person like well what else do you want like what else if bad area is bad and they're not getting any better then you already you already know what to do you already know what to do yeah so the last part of this uh that i'll that i'll say is that it's no it's the same articles that it says uh uber is here it is it's uber rewards is what they're shutting down guys so Uber Rewards pro- program is done August uh, 31st of this year. And they're only giving you until October 31st. So they're giving you two months, 60 days to cash in all your credits. And Lyft is still keeping them. And I talk, and when I say credits, I'm talking about business travelers and stuff who have a diamond tier status and things like that, who have a lot of accumulated points and are going for things like here. Well, here's what still Lyft has. Delta Sky Miles, Hilton Honors. Uh, uh, cash back from Chase and uh, cash to your Lyft account from MasterCard. These are perks that you can have under their rewards. But Uber has the same ones, but they just now are announcing that on the 31st, like basically two weeks, it's over. And this is today's article. And you only have two months to use it. So if you have Hilton Honors points or some, whatever their affiliate is, Better book a hotel. I mean, even if you're not traveling, you better book that thing right now because they they straight up said uh, the rewards. uh, They're not just saying, you know, it's not beating around the bush. It said the rewards will have zero value as of October 31st. And they just put this information out. I feel like they could have done a few more. I guess that's strategy. They don't tell them. Don't tell them June, July. That's yeah, why I wouldn't. It. That's why I wouldn't pay forty nine ninety nine for one. There is no <laughs> hotel. You're going to hotel. Your kids are going to school. It's very strategic yeah. when they decided to announce this at yeah. the end of summer. Yeah, great. I mean, it's just stuff like this that makes me think. Like, dude, yeah, forty nine ninety nine. If you wanted to be Uber One, sounds great. But I almost feel like they think it might lose. <laughs> like they're like, I'd rather get nine ninety nine a month from you because yeah. we probably won't make it five months and then you <laughs> but enough. uh i think we had a good discussion without i had a bunch of other things to get into but shit hannibal i could talk with you for six yeah, hours about I know, no, we, we no about i'm it. glad because i think we hit on i think it leads really well into what you're about to talk about so that's why i think it's a good stopping point too um so guys i would highly recommend you all know hannibal i haven't even seen the chat but i'm guessing you all know hannibal <laughs> 
It was a good chat, actually. I feel bad that you didn't get to check it out. I guess you could read it later. Yeah, yeah I'll the, go uh, back. The dumpling talk was pretty good. I think it, it was very important. I think we need to talk about it more, to be honest. Um, also, yep. the medical courier stuff. So Anything, yeah, anything different where you're doing it yourself. So I even put the challenge out to other people. Please let Hannibal and I know about any of these other types of services. If you know of something. You know, like I was going to one of the articles I was going to get into that we won't tonight, but it's uh, there's an app for nurses now where they can travel and find work like that night, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like in the city they're in, wherever they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm traveling to Nashville, but oh, I need to make some money. I, I'll just be a nurse for a day. I mean, you have to be a nurse, but <laughs> yeah, the opportunities are there. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine skill sets. Yeah. We are in a time, guys, where. I think even the gig apps are starting to realize, you know, these people are starting to know or a good amount of them that they can go do things on their own. Yeah. And, uh, offers are out there. So keep your eyes open and please even, you know, let us know, let somebody know in the, if you don't have a channel, let somebody in this community know so we can dissect it, dive in deep dive and get the report back to you guys. So, uh, that said, though, I'm going to give you the outro song, and it's eight fifty. Well, it's eight fifteen here in Colorado. It's ten fifteen in New York, and I think Hannibal's is starting in ten or fifteen minutes, right? I'm gonna have to extend that, but uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go ten forty five. I actually have to go to a client. They just came home late, and they have to they give me their keys to walk their dog tomorrow. So there's only two blocks away, but this is the yeah. life of being a rover dog sitter. It's it's kind of weird. But it's, I'll it's your business. It's your business. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, who cares? You got it. I don't care. What's who cares if you have to take a quick walk? Yeah. You know, I think we're all past the nine to five work day, not just in terms of the hours. I think we're just past it in terms of, okay, let's, I don't care what hours I work as long as it's for me and I'm making money. So, you know, facts. So anyway, guys, I really appreciate you joining us here. Um, I got two more weeks of this left and then I go back to solo me in my room uh one hour uncut and i'm gonna bring it to you still here on youtube but it's just gonna be me back in the old school uh podcast days and uh um, it's been a fun summer i got yost malone next week and i got jason Thierry the week after so really excited it's been a fun summer um and oh guys for anybody that hasn't yet go check out zach drives fast new video it, I, I love I yeah, love Zach's fun. attitude. It was, it was really, I, mean, he, I love how he builds up like he's just the nice. Like I said, he could sell a grandparent. And he's, <laughs> oh, I don't even swear. And he's like, no. Nah. He just goes <laughs> off, dude. Yeah, he let it fly. I, I did enjoy that video. <laughs> um, so go. Zach dropped a video this afternoon. Go check it out. It's really, really good, guys. Um, and he even has he. I asked him a question a while back, and he even answers it again at the end. And he's got a good answer. He's actually put some time and thinking into this. So, anyway, guys, uh, I appreciate you joining us. I'm gonna sign off with the music here. Let Hannibal go, and then we'll all see him in a few minutes back on his room. So, good night, everybody, and uh, or not good night. We'll see you over in Hannibal's room. So, <laughs> partial good night. Well,